0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Experimental Photographer. Yay! I'm thinking about changing that name, but we're going to see. But I just want to thank you guys for being so patient. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Recently me and my husband moved, so it's been a busy week. And so I wasn't able to do an episode last week. So here I am today. Yay. But again, thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you all are getting something from this podcast. So today I actually want to start off by shouting out someone. Um, please give her a follow. Um, her at is 3315, spelled out T-H-I-R-T-Y-3, T-H-R-E-E, 15. F-I-F-T-E-E, T-E-E-N. <laughs> so 3315 on Instagram. Um, her photos are beautiful, are amazing, and I just want to shout her out because she sent me a message and it says this. Just found your podcast and I am in love. Thank you for this. Thank you for speaking to me. I needed this podcast today, especially while reevaluating how I shoot clients and why. So shout out to you, 3315, yay. Please go give her a follow. Again, like I said, the photos are absolutely beautiful. So beautiful, so beautiful. Um, that really made my day. That really <laughs> made me feel really good because I, I told her, Um, that again, I can't see who's really listening to this podcast. I can't see you all's faces. I can't put a face to the numbers, right? But it's really encouraging when you all reach out to me on Instagram or on Facebook, um, and let me know how this podcast is helping you and what you're thinking of the content that I'm providing. So thank you all so much. It means a lot. Um, and it's really encouraging too, to just really just be myself. Um, Again, I'm I'm not on here saying what a lot of the other photographers are saying. And sometimes I wonder like, oh, well, is this really going to hit? Is it, are people going to get it? Are people going to understand where I'm coming from? And you all are showing me that what I'm saying is needed. And I really want y'all to apply this to yourselves too, that you are your own people for a reason. What you have to say, what you have to share, what you have to show, what you shoot, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all important and it's all needed. It's all necessary. Like, we need your piece to fit in this puzzle. Yay. So again, thank you so much, 3315. I really appreciate you. I love your work. It's gorgeous. It's awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I also want to encourage you guys, um, this Friday, um, whatever, you're, whenever you're listening to this, I'm recording this on Monday, October 26th. Um, this Friday, October 30th, I'm actually starting my first group session. Um, I'm starting a course called the art of seeing. So, if you listen to the last episode, um, the, that episode is called "The Art of Seeing." And it's really about just taking time to see the beauty in your everyday life, and how often we don't pay attention to the beauty that's all around us. How often we don't, you know, take pictures of the moments that really truly bring us joy. And so I decided to make a course around that. So if you're interested, there's only a few slots left open. Um, it's free. It's free the first time around. I'm really just trying to start this thing and, you know, troubleshoot it and, you know, figure out how to go about doing it. And so I really appreciate everyone who signed up so far. I appreciate you. I'm so excited. I'm ready for Friday. I'm also really nervous. Um, but more than that, I'm really excited to really start this journey. So what is The Art of Seeing? This course is for beginners, but it's also for people who are more experienced and who really just want to figure out their why. Why are they are doing what they're doing? They want to figure out how to see the beauty around them. They want, you know, a little challenge. And it's also for people who are beginning again. It might be people who got burnt out with like working as a photographer and all these different things. And maybe you just want, you know, something fun to do. Maybe you want something fun to do. Some some prompts and some, you know, focuses and assignments that'll really help you to get your creative juice is flowing. And so that's what this course is for. So like I said, there's only a few spots remaining. It's going to be five weeks. So it starts the 30th. We skip Thanksgiving Friday um, just because people are going to be with their families. And I really don't want to take time away from them. I want them to be present. And that's what this course is all about, about being present. And so I want them to be pe- present with their family members and their friends or, you know, whoever you're celebrating, you know, within this pandemic Thanksgiving Um, and really just take time to really just be there. But besides that, it's for five weeks and we end on December 4th. And at the end of the course, my hope is that we can put together a zine where we're going to curate our best images or really the best images are going to be about the images that resonate most with you. And we're going to curate all of the images into a zine that everyone can share. And so that's the whole point. That's the whole goal of this course. And so if you want to join, please feel free. I'll put the link in the description so that you can sign up. And like I said, it's absolutely free. Next time, I'm not sure, but we'll see and we'll see how this first thing goes. And I'm so excited, thank you so much for those who have signed up again, and let's get the show started. Well, I lied. One more thing before we start the show. Um, this course is not just for photographers. It's not just for people who wanna make money. As a photographer, this is just for people who want to take photos. Like literally, that's the only thing that makes a person a photographer is someone who takes photos. And if you really just want to, like I said, get your creative juices flowing, if you're just a hobbyist, if you're a professional and you need a break, like this is um, the course for you. And I really hope that you join. Okay. All right. Now we can really start the show. So I want to start this new thing where I shout out photographers all over. Um, and again, I'm going to shout out 3315. You can follow her on Instagram at 3315. Um, she's into photography and videography. She's based in Los Angeles, California. She's a female photographer, okay? And um, her specialty seems to be portraits. If you go down her um, page, you can see that she shoots maternity, engagement photos, wedding photos, family photos. And they're all beautiful. They are all beautiful. Um, Again, please go follow her. Please go support her. I really believe in community. I really believe in supporting people and their talents. And this woman is talented. So shout out to you, 3315. You are the photographer of our episode. So again, 3315, all spelled out. Please go follow her. Yay. All right, so last week we talked about the art of seeing and what that actually means. And so we referenced how back in the day when we looked through our grandmother's photos, you know, it's not really composed correctly. It might not be exposed correctly. But being in the moment and seeing the photos from that moment really move us more than any composed photo really could. And so we have to take the time and exercise like our ability to actually see. So that means really looking up close to something, really paying attention to our surroundings. You know, there's an exercise that I want y'all to try at home where we just sit still You can go outside, you can do it in your house, wherever you want to, but just sit still and take note of everything that's going on around you. Take note of the sounds that you hear, the sights that you see, what they look like. Study the face of your children, like taking the time to really slow down and actually see, not just look at, but see, right? It takes more work and concentration than just flicking the camera and pressing you know pressing your shutter it's more than about that It's, it's more about actually seeing the beauty in the everyday things like right now I'm looking at this plant in my little office you can hear I hear my plant um and I could look at this and just say hmm this is just a plant right it's just I don't know it's green it's it has a white um what do you call it vase underneath of it but really look at the tips of the plant right Look at how it curves into each other. Look at how it kind of like dances from the middle, right? In celebration, reaching out towards the light. Like this is seeing. Look at how the leaves are changing outside and how they're going from greens to browns to like reds and oranges. Really take notice. Really take notice of all the things that's going on out there, you know, um, and not just We're so desensitized to the beauty around us. That's my whole point. We're so desensitized to all the things that we're... And I'm not just talking about images. I'm talking about even the people, right? What do you love about your husband or your wife or your kid or your mother? Like, Do you know what their hands look like? Do you know what your hands look like? Or are we just so used to going through the day-to-day... You know, just like noticing things, just noticing things. Okay, that's there, that's there. That's where it's supposed to be. Or have you ever walked into a room and something's out of place, but you can't really place what's out of place, right? You're really struggling trying to figure out, okay, now I know good and well, this does not look right, but you can't really figure out why. That's where the art of seeing comes in. The practice of actually sitting still, taking the time to actually see the things as they're supposed to be studying what something looks like. And not taking advantage of what God has given us to look at that's beautiful. All right. So I know that there are some photographers out there who think that you can only be a legitimate photographer if you take pictures with a film camera. Now, I don't agree with that, but I also understand where they're coming from. Um, I remember when I was 21, one of my friends, Jordan, he let me borrow his film camera and i um, It didn't have any like auto, anything on there. I really just had to figure out what what I was doing. And so on the film, I only had a limited amount of exposure, right? I only had a limited amount of photos I could take. And so what has happened with the digital cameras is that now we have SD cards and we can take thousands upon thousands upon thousands of photos. And so what does that mean? It means that we don't have to think that hard about the photo that we're taking. Now that everything's digital... We just have this limitless amount of photos that we can take. So if we don't get it right the first time, we just keep clicking, keep clicking, keep clicking, keep clicking. Ooh, I'm getting tongue-tied. But you keep clicking until you get the photo that you want. And so while this kind of works like in a setting, like if you're working a wedding or something where you don't want to miss the kiss or like certain moments, I really feel like it's to our detriment that we have all of this unlimited power, right? We're not really composing our photos that well, because we're not really worried about it. We're like, oh, if we don't get it this time, we'll just we'll just keep taking pictures and we'll keep getting them. But I think people who work with film cameras are so used to being like, okay, I only got 20 exposures. I only have 20 photos I can take. So let me be mindful about the photos that I'm taking. Let me think about how I'm going to take it, how I want it to be lit. Like there's a lot more thought that goes into it when you're giving yourself a limited amount of photos to take. And so the reason why I disagree about whether, you know, film camera versus digital camera is better or if it's more legit than the other is because we can still do the same thing with our digital cameras. So in the same way, we can say, hey, you know, I'm only going to take three photos today. If we challenge ourselves for like a month and said, okay, I'm going to take three photos today, that would really change what photos we take. We realize what photos aren't that important. We realize um, what subjects aren't that important. Or what part of the subjects aren't that important? You know, if we want to make really good photos and we only give ourselves three chances to take a really good photo, we're going to be more thoughtful and mindful about the photos we're taking. And I think that that in turn would help us to become better seers and better observers. Because again, if I only had three photos on my camera, I would probably go crazy. But like if I'm at a photo shoot and if it's a portrait photo shoot, right? I might change how I shoot The portraits. Maybe I'm not going to focus on my subject's face, or if it's, say it's like a couple's, a couple shoot, we use that as an example. I'm probably not going to focus on their faces, right? I'm going to focus on the things that matter. So maybe in this couple shoot, what matters is them holding hands. What matters is how they look at each other. What matters is like his hand on the small of her back, right? These are the things that are going to be cherished and remembered forever. And so, yeah, maybe we'll get like one wide shot, but all the other shots will be specific and will be thought thought about better, right? (laughs) Than just like, oh, I have a thousand photos. We're just going to take them. We're just going to take them. And if I'm being honest, sometimes when I'm I'm on an assignment or if I'm getting paid to do a photo shoot, I'm just clicking. I'm clicking away because I don't want to miss anything. And so then at the end of the photo shoot, I have a thousand plus photos that I have to look through and decide, hey, hmm, is this worth keeping or throwing away? Or I'll get 10 photos that look exactly alike, right? And so there's, there's nothing super special about it. I mean, it's super special because it's about them, but to me, my eye it's like, "Oh, okay, it's like a it's like a standard picture." But if I told myself, "Okay, we're going to take 30 seconds between each shot to really frame and to get the photos that we really want to matter 30, 50 years from now." Right? Photos that we'll look at and be like, "Wow, like that's amazing." and my favorite photos aren't even the ones that are planned. My favorite photos from client sessions are the candids. Them intera- interacting with one another, them touching hands, them them, you know, laying on each other's chest when they don't think that they're on camera. Um I love the in-between moments, you know. I just shot a family this weekend and my favorite shots from that from that photo shoot, they had a newborn baby and they have a daughter and they're married and so my favorite shots from that photo shoot was just them interacting with one another. The the older sister looking at the little sister and giving her a kiss on the cheek, like not, you know, on cue saying, hey, you know, do this. But no, like on her own, on her own free will, you know, and her little two year old mind, just like loving on her little sister. That's the stuff that matters. That's the good stuff. And if we're too busy just trying to get the shot, like if we're too busy just trying to get the shots that, you know, that'll say, OK, we've met our quota. We're not going to take the shots and be deliberate about them. And so I want us to become more deliberate about the photos that we take. I want to become more deliberate about the photos I take. I don't just want to take standard photos. Okay, do this and do this and do this next. And if you're in that stage, that's totally fine. Don't put this pressure on yourself. But in your own free time, you know, maybe not when you're working with a client. Because to be honest, clients will have their own list of photos that they want. And a lot of times, honestly, Our clients might not know what the best photo is, right? Might not know. They just know that they want a photo of their family. But it's up to you to take those photos that evoke emotion. It's like, oh my God, I love that. I love that, right? It's because those are the tender moments that they see every day that standard photographers would not capture on camera, right? Look at the photos of your old, I guess if you're a child and you went to like JCPenney, for example. They have the standard photos that they take. The ones where you're on the floor, your legs are crossed or, you know, like the glamour shots, right? But what about the ones where you're fixing your hair, you know, like where you're insecure and you're trying to fix your skirt? Like those photos matter too, you know what I'm saying? And if we become more deliberate and intentional about the photos that we take, I feel like we'll evoke more emotion in our photos. We'll bring more emotion, we'll bring more story to the photos that we take. They won't just be the standard everyday photos. So my tip for y'all this week is to really be deliberate about the photos you take. This week, take three photos every day. Just three. Don't go overboard. Like, don't do five. Okay, I'll be fair. Five photos. (laughs) Five photos tops every day this week, okay? And I want to see them. I want to see them. I want to see them. Please tag me. I'm at Alicia Photo on Instagram. Tag me when you post them or just send them to me in my inbox or whatever. Whatever works for you. But just take five photos a day. That's it. That's it. Choose one day and t- take five photos. You'll be really inspired one um, because the truth is when you give yourself parameters, that's when you become most creative. A lot of people think that they need all this stuff, all this equipment, all these, uh, all this opportunity. They need to go to these faraway places to take good photos. But what really makes a good photographer is parameters, is parameters. I can only take five shots and maybe I can only use one lens, Right. You become really creative about taking the pictures. You become really um, resourceful um, about using the light that you have. If you don't have a light, that's why I love work, working with natural light. It helps me to be more creative. I can work with the sun, how it naturally comes between the leaves and the trees, how it is diffused with the clouds in the sky, right? But if I can control everything, I don't really have an opportunity to be super creative because everything's at my fingertips. I don't have to figure it out. But when you have an opportunity To be creative, be creative. And maybe it's not on assignment when someone's paying you because they want certain pictures. But like I said, do a personal project for yourself. Go on a walk and take five photos. You'll really figure out what you find interesting, what you think is magical, what you think is beautiful, what you think is important, right? And don't look at other photographers to try to figure out, okay, what five photos do I need? No, no, no. Erase all of that. Figure out for yourself what's most important for you. And I guarantee that you'll come back with more photos, like better quality photos. And I, and I don't mean better in the way that you take them or the way that they're lit. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about better for you. They'll resonate with you. So please, this week, take one day this week. On the other days, you can do whatever you want to do. But take five photos and tag me. Tag me in them or send them to me on my inbox and um, on Instagram or wherever and I'll share those photos, um, and I'll also share your at. And yeah, I really think that it's important for us to give ourselves param- parameters to be creative and also to practice the art of seeing. We wanna be able like, well, how can I apply this to my photography? How can I, you set parameters for yourself. You only take five photos. And really like pick one subject, right? So like I have a plant in my room. And so maybe instead of just taking the, the shot of the plant straight on, right? I take it from the top or I take it looking up at the leaves reaching towards the sun or you know what I'm saying? Like I get creative. I can only take five photos. So I have to make them good and I don't want them to be standard. Take photos of what you notice. Take, to the, take photos of what draws you in. Don't think about it. Don't try to contemplate whether it's good or not. It's good. Just do what feels right to you. Okay. So that's my episode for this week. Um, I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them. I'll be happy to answer them. Um, Yeah. And until next episode, you guys, please keep shooting. Send me the photos you're taking um, and practice the art of seeing. And like I said, if you're interested in signing up for um, my class, feel free to do that. It's free. There's only a few slots left. And until next episode, you guys, talk to you later. Bye.